Hi friends, welcome along. This is the Influence Podcast. If you're looking to inspire more people, have a positive impact on a global scale, build an influential and magnetic brand, and build a profitable business with your unique gifts and talents, then the Influence Podcast is for you. I'm your host, Jake Adam-Davey, former high school French and Spanish teacher, turned international speaker, online business coach, and Instagram growth and monetization enthusiast. You can find tools, resources, and so much more on the website, jakeadamdavey.com. And you can also say hello on Instagram, at jakeadamdavey. Please also, if you're enjoying the podcast, do feel free to leave a review. The more stars, the better, of course. But equally, if you're not enjoying it, you are still invited to leave a review. The one thing I would also ask is, of course, sharing is caring. So if you've listened to something or heard something in the podcast that you think you've enjoyed or would be useful and beneficial to other people, then please do hit that share button and pass it on to somebody that you know. I'd be so very, very grateful and so thankful if you did. Now let's dive in with today's episode on the Influence Podcast. Okay, hello, welcome along. This is episode 105 of the Influence Podcast. And today I am extremely excited to introduce Trisha Scott to the uh, to the show. Uh, Trisha has been on the show before, believe it or not, but um, rather than me interviewing her, we did it the other way around. She interviewed me. So you may recognize that name from an earlier show. If you haven't listened to that, go back and take a listen. That was back in episode number 90. So Trisha is officially the uh, the most, uh, has officially has the most appearances on the show, apart from me, which I think is exciting. Um, so let's have a quick intro. So Trisha is the founder and editor of The Female CEO and Create, Evolve, Overcome magazine. And the, the purpose of what she does, she holds the space to showcase entrepreneurs with the help of her team and fabulous guest editors and bloggers from all over the world. She literally feels that she has the best job ever. She works by collaborating with various organizations to bring and share the most inspirational journeys, stories, and training that she can get her hands on to help people fulfill their mission. Um, I know that she's extremely proud of how the magazine and how the platform are expanding and continuing to expand and gaining recognition globally uh, and ultimately being able to share her expertise as a coach and as a multi-company director as well. She usually spends her time or you'd usually find her with her MacBook in one hand and a coffee or a glass of something fizzy in the other and she's always got sunglasses in her hair. Uh, if you want to connect with Trisha, we will give you all the links so that you can do that as well. I'm very excited to introduce Trisha to the show. Welcome along, Trisha. Thank you so much. I did not know I was your most most repeated guest. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be honest, I didn't either. And then I was looking at the list. I was like, oh, hang on. You've been on twice. That's it. Um, and yeah, of course, last time. So you interviewed me last time. Um, we were talking about Instagram. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit about Instagram today, but... I'm equally keen to understand more about you, the business, and, and share your journey with people that are listening as well. So, um, yeah, thank you for, for giving up your time. Very much appreciated and excited to chat today. Yeah, me too. Thank you for inviting me along. Um, yeah, I, I, you're right. I interviewed you the last time, which was very exciting for me too, I might add. Um, I'm thrilled to be here. So thank you so much. Awesome. So I'd, I'd love to know, 
how how has let's just go straight in how has the business evolved to where it is now because it started with a blog right so how has it evolved from a, a lot of people you know generally you know may, may start with blogging as being their first entry point how has it evolved to the position where it is now with the magazine the members area how has that that process taken shape uh, I think it, it's an interesting process and I think you're right it's one that lots and lots of businesses um, go through so when the business started it was never meant to be this business like this wasn't on the cards this wasn't a thing um, the business started because I was a startup I'd started up a couple of companies myself I also worked full-time as a company director in a quite a large corporation um, and I was starting up these side projects because there were things that I was interested in and it was just giving me this creative outlet outside of my nine to five. Um, and I started to blog about it because quite frankly, when you start out in business, and I don't know how many people will be honest enough to tell you this, you do the most ridiculous things. Like you do really stupid things. Absolutely. And I like, when I blog, I'm quite conversational. So it tends to just be kind of my voice and I'm just, you know, talking about stuff. You'll find lots of my blogs on the site. Um, but I was, you know, writing about this stuff and I was writing in on, you know, just like, I forget what it was called now. It was one of these blogging platforms at one of the very first blogging platforms. Um, and I started to write on there because it was, if you started blogging and you've never done it before, it's quite terrifying. Like It's yeah. really hard because I think especially working corporate and being a director of a, a highly successful corporate business, um, my blogging tone is completely different to my, you know, my telephone voice, if you like, when yeah. I'm in the office. So when I was blogging, I was writing about all of these really ridiculous things that I was doing. I mean, it was hilarious. You know, I was laughing myself when I was writing it out. And then I was thinking it's, it's equally terrifying. And this is the same across the board, I think, for all startups with all elements of business. What if nobody reads it? Because that's a bummer. Yeah. But what if everybody reads it? Because that's really scary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you don't really know what you want. And I'd started doing, I'd started writing anyway. And I was using it just as an outlet to yeah. say to people, you know, am I the only one doing this stupid, doing these stupid things? Like, is this just me? You know, I've, I class myself as a relatively intelligent human. Is anybody else doing this stuff? Um, and I started to get responses and they came in from, you know, from America, from Australia, from South Africa. Um, and it was other women saying to me, hold my beer. Like, you'll never guess what I did. Hold my started beer. Having, <laughs> we started having these conversations about these. And it was just, it was hilarity. I mean, it was absolutely hilarious. Um, and then I realized that, you know, I'm not the only one. And then we, I started blogging about all of the things that were happening in the startup businesses. And the fact that when you start these things, you have no time because you you have a full-time job. So you're trying to hold down and do all of the things, you know, keep the cat alive, all of the things that you still have to do in your life. Um, but this stuff just takes over. And more and more women were saying to me, I needed to read this today because I thought this was just me. Yeah. And like, like I said, I thought it was just me. So what I realized there was there was kind of a need there for um, people to come together in solidarity over something. You know, we're humans, we're, we're wired for connection, you know, no more so than we've noticed in the last 18 months, of course. But we are wired for human connection. So these people were reaching out from all over the world and, and me back to them. And we sort of formed this little alliance of all of the overall the stupid things that we were doing in business. And, you know, 
whether it was, you know, things we tried and hadn't worked, things we tried and were really working. And it just developed into a, a little community. And that was where the, the seed was sown for the female CEO as a community. Yeah. So the name, the female CEO, was the name of the blog. Right. And it was just all about me and my, my escapades. Um, and then that became a, a small community. Then I opened that up on Facebook. Um, and prior to this, I'd run a, um, a physical meetup group for women in business. So again, in my spare time, once a month, we'd get together, talk about a business-related topic. Yeah. And there were about 30 of us. Oh, wow. So I took that online because at this point, when we had these women from all over the world, I thought, well, they'd be great in our group. But obviously they can't be there physically. The internet, the Wi-Fi where we were wasn't great when we had the meetings. So I just took the whole thing onto an online platform. And that became the basis of the female CEO community as it is now. So it became a blog linked to a community. So women would typically, I say women, because of the name, we attract women. We don't exclude anybody actually in our community. Anybody can come in. Um, but it was mostly women would come in and join. And then they would, it was just a space to share and exchange information. Yeah. Um, I carried on with my monthly topics. So we might have social media one month, for example, or we might have um, finance or we might have uh, sales and marketing, whatever it was. Uh, and then I would, then I, what I realized was the women in the group, you know, I'm the first person to put my hand up and say, I don't know everything. Like I can't possibly, yeah. but these women in the group, we had, you know, people who were much more knowledgeable than I am at sales and marketing. People like yourself, who would know everything about Instagram. I just know what I know from what I've learned. Um, I'm not an expert. So then it became an idea of, okay, well, if these women know their stuff and it's more than I know, uh, I can talk about my specialist topic, which is startups and development, but they can talk about money and they can talk about social media and they can talk about, you know, their own specialist subjects. And then we formed some guest editors. Yeah. So those women who were with me right at the beginning and the women that you see right now on the website are the women who came right at the start mostly and gave their expertise and gave their time to the business to help other people out. I love so it. that was our community. So then we had a blog that wasn't just me. There were five or six of us blogging about different things, all these different topics. Yeah. Um, and then we had the wider community. And then we got some followers on social. So at the beginning, we had one follower. That was my mother. <laughs> <laughs> then my dad joined in. He's not a social, wasn't a social media fan, but he liked, he liked LinkedIn. So he yeah. joined in um, on LinkedIn. Uh, and then it grew and it grew a bit more. And then it was word of mouth, you know, people telling other people about this community that they'd found. And as it stands right now, we're at about just over 60,000. Wow. So in the last three years, we've grown a following of 60,000. Um, and the business has just, you know, its CEO is Create, Evolve, Overcome. That's what it stands for in our case. So, and that's what we do. We create something, we create a business. In my case, I created the community in the blog. We are evolved hugely over the last, um, I mean, if I was here telling you about everything we've done in the last three years, we'd be here all day um, in the last three years. And we're constantly overcoming. So that's, I think that's anyone in business at any time. I mean, I'm sure Jake, you know this yourself. You're going to come across all of the things, all of the time that you then have to, um, you know, either find somebody to help you with or find the answer to, or, you know, look inside of yourself for the answer. But we're constantly in a state of overcoming. 
And that's what the whole business has, has been about. You know, we evolved into from a blog to a community to a magazine, uh, which came about totally by accident, by the way. Then it went into being um, a membership platform. So now we have a membership community available. And it's now, the business is now going forward, developing into a media network. So this is just this constant evolution. And I think that's, I'm sure we're going to come on to this, but that's going to be probably my biggest business tip, you know, is is to allow for evolution in your business. If I hadn't have done that, my business would still be a blog today. Well, let, I mean, let, let, let's go straight there. So, uh, yeah, well, yeah, continue. The, the biggest tip, go for it. Let's let's do it. I'd say the biggest tip, and it, it, I have to say, I can't take the credit for this because it's not actually mine. It was taken from a lady who I met when I, fit, again, I first started the business. She was a friend of my dad's and she was a business development manager and she came to see me and she was like, okay, tell me about this idea. Let me just, let me see if I can help you. And we're just talking about it over a coffee. And she said, okay, she went so and I think she could, she could see the vision before I could, because I was like, well, it's just a community. And, you know, we've got these women who come together and they share their stories. And she's like, okay, so have you, you know, have you thought about where this is going to go? Have you thought about the fact you might need a board? I was like, I don't need a board. It's a, it's a blog. What are you talking about? She said, look, this business, I can see where this business can go. You know, this is, this could be huge. And I need you, you need to really think about, you know, more long-term. And so I had no idea what she was talking about. I thought she was crazy. And then she said, um, her, her piece of advice, which is the bit, the piece of advice I have lived for for the last uh, three years now, is she said to me, look, just be prepared that the business will grow. And when it does, look at the direction the business is naturally flowing in. Because a business like, like, the, like ours, which is a community, which could go into other areas, which it since has, she was like, look at if the business is leaning towards something, look at it and don't, don't pull the reins back straight away. Let it develop and see if it's something that you want to continue with or it's worth continuing with. So that's probably my, my best piece of business, business advice I've ever had was to not hold on too tightly to a small vision. Yeah. Because I didn't really have it. I, didn't, I certainly didn't have a big vision for the business when we started. But as it's grown, we've I've very much allowed it to organically develop. So I've let the members tell me what they need and want. And then I make a decision based on, does that feel right for me? Is that something I feel like I can provide comfortably um, or that I have the resources for? If I don't, then I'll park it and I'll make a note of it because later on that could come back up. Um, but if it's something, you know, things like my members wanted a membership. They wanted the magazine because the algorithms on the social media channels meant that they weren't seeing all of the blogs. Yeah. They wanted blogs on you know, Money Mindset, for example. We have an amazing Money Mindset editor. Alana is incredible. And we were putting blogs out for her every month and people were still asking for money blogs mm. because they weren't seeing it. So they came to me and said, how, how can we get this information when, you know, without going all the way through the website, without... Um, you know, without having to go digging for it. So the magazine was born from, from what the members wanted. The magazine's become our, one of our top products in our business. And if I just said, because I've never started a magazine, I had no idea. You know, I don't know this stuff. I was just flying by the seat of my pants most of the time. So I just said, okay, you want a magazine? Let's, let's see what we can do. So I found some software. I mean, I love design. That's, that's kind of one of the things I do. I'm a designer anyway. 
Um, so I wanted, it gave me a challenge to create a, a mock-up magazine and put all of the, the blogs in one place so that our members could then just go on and download it. They didn't have to go looking for it. It was all there if they wanted it. I mean, now it's a, it's a fully blown magazine. It's come its own on its own journey. But if I hadn't have been prepared to listen to our members and just let that idea develop, it's now, it's, it's one of the biggest things we do, you know? Amazing, amazing. How, how, I kind of try and pinpoint where that started. And you mentioned, obviously, your personality is a big part of how that has been able to evolve and how you've let that grow and evolve. But also that initial advice that you took on, how important have mentors, coaches, people a couple of steps ahead of you or kind of getting counsel at different stages? How important has that been for you and for, for this 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 growth hugely hugely i mean don't get me wrong i'm i am always going to be a recovering control freak like i like to know what's going on you know i like to be in control of this stuff and when you're in a business like this which is organically developing all of the time it's very difficult to not just sort of like box it all in and be like nope we're just staying here so those people tracy who i just mentioned there who was my initial mentor helped me with the to develop the vision my editors, the, even the community members, you know, everybody, you know, it's, it's, this is what this business is all about. It's about collaboration. We showcase entrepreneurs. We, um, so for me, having those people who, like you say, some people are a step ahead of me, some people are a hundred steps ahead of me, you know, the women who've just been in the community who I can go to and say, what do you think of this? What do you, what do you make of this? What do you need? What do you want? You yeah. know, it's, it's been invaluable for the business and especially now because the business is growing so much or has grown so much as a, you know, I am, I am only one person at the end of the day. I am just one person with all of this stuff going on. So to have those people and the editors um, who provide content and collaboration and having meetings with them, you know, monthly or quarterly or whatever we decide to do is invaluable, not only to the business direction and growth, but to my sanity as a, as a person, you know? Yeah. So yeah, without any, without those things, and I've had mentors and coaches all of the way through, without employing those people, this business would not would not have grown the way it has. There's no two ways about that. Yeah. Where, where do you, you talked about this moving forward to becoming maybe like, like a, 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 I think you meant media company. What, what, what does this look like 12 months from now? Where, where, where are we going? Well, <laughs> um, <laughs> who knows? Well, if you'd asked me that two years ago, I would have said I have no idea. So I still have, I still genuinely have no idea. Um, but the media network, the idea behind the media network is we cross platforms on lots of different things now. So we have obviously our magazine, we've got um, our YouTube channel, which is in development, which is CEO TV. So that's in development right now. Yeah. We're launching a podcast in September. Um, we've got, of course, the membership, our brilliant Momentum membership. So all of these things, the magazines, all of these things are different products of the same company. So where we started out as a, a blog and a community, those things are now just part of a much wider network. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's where the business is at right now. Um, we have lots of, I've had to learn to put in stages of growth because, again, I'm very much like, great, we want a podcast. Let's just do that. And again, I'm just one person. So, well, it's a great idea. And yeah, we, we could have done it last week. We could have done it yesterday. We could have done it a month ago. Would we have been able to stay consistent? 
to our audience and to the promises that we make to our audience, which is the biggest thing for us is to, yeah. to stay consistent and stay on top of what we promise to deliver. No, we probably wouldn't. So again, that's where the coaches and mentors have come in and said, you know, Trish, slow it down a step. You know, which quarter do you want to fit this into? Hmm. And then, okay, we've got a lot going on now. We'll do it next quarter. So yeah, the media network in itself, I mean, we have the media network is registered. You know, we have a logo, we've got all of the things. It's just, de it's developing the products into the network is where we're at at the moment. Yeah. I guess the, the thing, what I'm picking up from as well, you mentioned things like the, the podcast and obviously the member site, the magazine, the way that it appears, at least from, from the outside, is that you've set this up so that a lot of this can run without you. So the, the thing I, that, I, that I like, for example, with the podcast is you could, you know, you could produce 10 episodes of the podcast potentially, but you only need to be involved in one of them or two of them. And then you've got the other team that can all deliver because you know that the quality, the content is going to be great. You know, the quality is great. And so you've got ultimately people under the, the brand of the female CEO who can all deliver this. And so you, you get a lot more done. Uh, and you're leveraging your time a lot more effectively. That's how it appears from the outside anyway. Is that fair to say? Yeah, absolutely right. Yeah. And that's one of the things, you know, we've talked about because the female CEO doesn't just touch on business. Although we are a business related community, we have um, what we call the workroom and the retreat. So the workroom is all of the work related stuff, all of the work related topics and blogs. But then we have the retreat, which is the inner wellness. So we're firm believers that you can, you're only as good as, you know, as you. So you have to look after yourself in order to be able to produce your best work. Yeah. Um, so we have the retreat section and we've got things like the Zen Den in there. We've got a sanctuary space. We've got virtual wellness. All of the things that are about taking care of yourself in order to grow and produce a business. Yeah. So um, the podcast will, won't be one podcast. It'll be several podcasts. So we have a money podcast and a wellness podcast and uh, um, a business podcast and a startup podcast. And yeah, you're right. So there's certain elements of that that will be me. Yep. Um, but the rest of that, you know, I, I am not, I am not a money coach. You know, I can put my hand up. I, I don't, I, I have, I have had money coach and I have to tell you it, it's amazing, but I'm not a money coach, but I have a money coach on my team and she's, she's perfect. You know, she does the most amazing podcasts. Mm. So she can do, so she wants to do that. And then we've got, you know, someone who wants to do the wellness side. I might pop in as a guest now and again, but I don't need to run those things. And they're not my zone of genius. Yeah. And that's the other thing to remember, if you're running a business with lots of elements, hand over the stuff that's not your zone of genius, because you will just hate it and you will not produce your best work. So as soon as you can, get that stuff over to somebody who can do it and loves to do it, and it will it will flourish 100%. Ours did. Yeah, I, I, I fully agree with that. Um, it's something I was listening to a podcast this morning um, and the, the idea of, you know, focusing like steps, uh, James Shramko, um, a marketer based in Australia was on the podcast a while ago. He talks about the idea of staying, staying in your lane. Uh, you, you talked about like the zone of genius. Um, I, what, what do you consider as your zone of genius? Where, where do you have the biggest impact? For me, it's, well, this is where my inner control free comes in handy because for me, I'm, I'm an organizer so I can keep things organized. I can, I've certainly got my eye on the ball in terms of business direction, but business um, leadership and direction's always been my thing, even when I was corporate. So uh, managing teams, uh, that sort of thing is, is all my stuff. And startups, so I'm actually a startup coach. Yeah. So startup business is kind of what lights my fire. I get really excited 
about other people's startup businesses because I just think it's the most it's the most exciting stage you know you just you get all of these ideas and formulate them into a plan so those things are definitely my zone of genius um the business end of the business if you like yeah. in terms of the uh I was a finance director for many many years yeah. so those kind of organizational things are my zone of genius and design yeah I love design's my creative outlet um everything else is not my zone of genius <laughs> and I know that and I have this I have the most amazing team that I hand that stuff off to because it's you know it's, it's I haven't got the time or the energy yeah that that was going to be my next question what what are the first things then that you would hand out and pass on to to others um what would you be the first to kind of outsource I think I think that anything that's you know in terms of content probably because let me rephrase that because of our because of the type of business we are and we serve people in particularly women but people in business in general mm-hmm. um there are lots and lots of facets to that so it's not everybody's a startup yeah. you know not everybody's in that position so you know we have everybody from startup to ceos right across the board in our community so to serve every you, you can't possibly serve everybody so content wise the first thing i did and the, the best thing i ever did was outsource that content so like I say I don't know everything so then we got coaches in on ver- what, what people were telling us they wanted we found coaches that we knew could know like and trust and people we only ever use people we've worked with as well by the way yeah so we don't just you know go on in and find a coach and be like you can you can do this we have to have met them talk to them trust their their ethos in business and then we'll work with them um, so all of the women and the men, I'm saying women, but you write for our magazine. Apologies to you, Jake. We have Dino as well, by the way. So you're not the only guy on the team. Um, you know, the people who write for us, it's, that's the first thing that I needed to outsource was because I knew that I, I mean, I could scour the internet for stuff on, you know, virtual wellness and, and put out a blog, but would it be authentic? Would it be really, really good? No. No, it wouldn't. It's not my zone of genius. So to find those things, that that was the that's the first thing I outsourced was the content that I couldn't produce myself. Yeah. What it also meant was because I love to blog and write, as the business was going through the, the heavy stages of growth where we really had lots of stuff to do, like producing the magazine and stuff, I couldn't always write. But my readers, my members, my community members were never let down because there were 13 other writers across six countries writing for us every single month. Yeah. So while they might not have got a blog from me every month, they got 12 other blogs, yeah. you know? So I'd say to outsource anything that you can't do consistently and consistently well. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I like that, that was what I did. Yeah, I like that. Outsource anything that you can't do consistently and consistently well. Yeah, um, yeah that's good. I, I like that. So. In, in terms of like people that you speak to, you mentioned it's obviously the, the, the name, the female CEO generally would attract, would attract women. Um, when we connected four or five months ago, it might even be last summer now, time seems to go pretty quick at the moment. Um, we'd initially had a conversation, obviously, as you mentioned, I, I get the, 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 the privilege of being able to write for the, for the magazine um, on Instagram every month. What, um, what would you what would you say or who would you say is the ideal audience who specifically do you feel you the the company can have the most support for and have the biggest impact with at the moment then i think our, our audience you get the biggest the biggest amount of support from what we do 
are businesses in the startup to probably mid-level stages of business because that's kind of where most of our focus is yeah. it's on people who have either are either in the development stage of starting a business that they're thinking about it we've got lots for that um once you've started a business you're formulating your idea into a business and starting the business itself and then that stage of um, that initial period of growth so i think that's probably where most of our audience are served however even if you're past that stage, I mean, there's plenty for everybody. Like I say, we have everyone up to CEO level. Once you get past that stage in business, it's about maintaining and growing. There's plenty for that. And I think the, the maintenance and growing phase kind of goes back over because you're in this constant state of going back to the original idea and pushing forwards. Yeah. So there's, there's plenty for that stage. And then I think when you get to a lot of the CEOs in our community, um, they write for us as guest bloggers because it's really important, but also it's about community. So even if you're not coming in just for the content, you might not need content on starting a business. That might not be your thing. We've got lots of people who are run, who are corporate. Yeah. They're not starting business at all, but the connection and collaboration that they don't find in their workplaces are in their friendship groups because the people in their friendship groups are our friends by definition they're not work colleagues they're not they don't want to talk about business all the time they get that solidarity from the community yeah and from the membership so and, i mean yes we serve women our branding is very feminine that's just because i do it and that's just what i like um and the name itself just came from it was the name of the blog it was about me uh, and we, ne we never changed it so do you have to be a woman to join our community? No. Will you only be served as a female? No. <laughs> like you're welcome. Anybody's welcome. But I would definitely say that start up to mid-level is kind of where most, I would say it's where the majority of our audience or the majority of what we've attracted yeah. is, is part of our community. Yeah. You, you talked before about, as well about um, I, that name, the Zen Den stuck in my head. Um, I'm feeling ascendant. Yeah, I like that. And you can only be as good as and perform at the level that, that you are at at the moment, right? Um, yeah. From a, I guess, from a, a physical health, mental health um, uh, angle. So, what are some of the things that you do, if you don't mind me asking? But what are some of the things that you do personally in your day, in your routine, in your week that that allow you to kind of uh, optimize yourself and, and work at a higher level? I'm much better at this now. I'll start by saying that I used to be. Um, I'm much more careful of my energy now. Um, for me personally, when I when I started out, you, this is you, you've got your light. This is hilarious. So this is one of the stupid things I used to do, right? When I started business, is <laughs> because I was working corporate and this was growing, and I didn't know really what I was doing or where it was going. I was just seeing what would happen. Um, I knew I needed to take a break because I was working. Ultimately, I was working all hours. Yeah. Um, and I was, I knew I was, you know, tired. And one of the things I was reading all these articles online, this was before I have to say, before I had Mbela in his end in, because I would never do this now, um, is I thought everything I read was about self-care for women was about having a bath. So you should lie in the bath. <laughs> right. This is serious. Yeah. This, this is where my brain went. So I was to have a bath and have candles and read a book in the bath. I hate the bath, right? I've always hated the bath. I get bored so quickly in the bath. Yeah. But I was forcing myself to have these stressful baths. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like lying in the bath, stressing out. 
thinking, no, this is good for you. You must stay in the bath. You must stay in the bath of these Epsom salts. It's good for you. Till eventually I was like, you know what? This, this is so stupid. Like this is the most ridiculous thing ever. <laughs> and what I found was that my thing was just to put my PJs on and read a book, like a stupid fiction book that had nothing to do with anything. Yeah. And that was my escape. So if I could just, sometimes I would do it for an hour in the morning when I woke up, I would just sit with a book that had nothing to do with work. Um, and sometimes I do that in the evening. And that was how I found my, my initial sort of flow. Um, now, because we obviously there was so much going on in the business now, I schedule my downtime. That was a really good tip I got from, I think it was from Ambila actually, from our editor, um, it was to actually put white space in my diary. Yeah. So I know on Mondays I have a meeting at nine o'clock. I know on Mondays I, have, I always have a meeting at one. I always have a meeting at four o'clock on Wednesdays. So those things are set. Are set. Yeah. But usually, maybe an hour before that or an hour after those things, I'll schedule white space and I'll pick up a book or I'll have a cup of tea, but I'll leave this office space. And again, working when I left corporate um, two years ago, when actually, was it last? No, it was last February. When I left my corporate job anyway to go full time in this business, I was like, this is great. I'm going to have all the time in the world, you know. I can do, I can just, I can work from bed if I want. I can keep my PJs on all day. Let me tell you, it doesn't work like that. You work more hours <laughs> than you've ever worked in your whole life when you work for yourself. <laughs> and because of COVID, of course, the pandemic, I was, I was thinking, I, I just wrote a blog about this the other day. You can find it on the site and on medium.com. Um, but when I, um, when I left work, my thought was I can just coffee shop it up. Like I'm going to take my MacBook, you know, that thing with my sunglasses in my hair and my glass of fizzy or my, my cup of coffee. Yeah. That's what I was, that was in my head. That's what I was doing. I was just going to go to coffee shops all day, you know, and sit and write and blog and plan this business. And then of course the pandemic happened and everybody was at home. Yeah. So I wasn't able to do any of the things I wanted to do or that I thought I wanted to do. And I was very confined to, to my office, you know, to my space. And so now what I've realized is very important to leave that space because it's in your home, you can't really escape it because it's, the, the line becomes blurred between, because, you know, when I was working corporate, I'd leave the house and go to work, yeah. but you don't do that here. So I've, I'm actually working my conservatory as you know, you can see Jake, I work in my conservatory, but when I'm finished or when I want to take a break, I'll go out and I'll close the door behind me and I'll go somewhere else in the house to have a break. And yeah. that is, that's really, really important. And those are, those are the things that I do now. I don't have baths anymore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can just, just imagine you like getting in the bath stressed and then getting out even more stressed kind of thing. Even more stressed and hot. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm too hot, now I'm stressed. If I've took my book in the bath, chances are I've dropped it in the bath. Like there's no two ways, you know. I'm so, cl I'm so clumsy, it's ridiculous. Yeah. So yeah, no, so just don't do that. <laughs> people, so people finding... As you say, you, you had to kind of go through that before you could you could almost say, no, that's not for me. I need to I need to find something that's yeah, best you right for me. You can because even even if you look at the the Zen Den, for example, or the sanctuary space on our site, there's lots and lots of suggestions in there for self-care. There's a lot of stuff about crystals. I love crystals. Um, but it's not for everybody. You know, those things that they're, they're just suggestions. You have to find your own way. Yeah. But trying these things is great. You know, try having a hot bath that you might love it. It might be the best thing ever. It just wasn't for me. You know, crystals, I have crystals on my desk. I love them. They ground me. They make me feel centered. Some people would think, well, they're just rocks on your desk. 
you know, you have to, you have to find what works for you. For some people, let's go out for a walk for an hour during the day. You know, all of these things are great ideas, but only if they work for you. Don't, don't try and force yourself into that mold. If you try it, it doesn't work. Give yourself permission to think, well, that's just not for me and try something else. Yeah. And yeah. keep trying it until you find what your thing is. I, I, I fully agree. I fully agree. Do you, is this, is this something that within the community there are kind of right? I guess it's not, I mean, it's, it's all topics ultimately, but is there a forum and is there, is there a forum or a space within your community for people to be having these conversations on a regular basis? Yeah, absolutely. About self-care or business or personal growth or money is that's, that's the, the purpose of what you're creating at the moment. Is that right? Yeah, of course. So we, we have tons of topics. So if you look at um, our website, look at the blog, the blog is split into um, intersections. So you'll see this, the workroom, the retreat, but then each of the um, topic headings like the sanctuary space, the Zen, um, Money Matters, uh, Ask Jean, all of those things are separate. So you can actually just go through and look at them or you can look at all blogs and you'll find topics on, you can do a search as well on say money or, or whatever you want. So you'll find the stuff in there. But those, the conversations around those blogs, you can comment, um, but the, the conversations around those blogs go on inside of the female CEO community. Free yeah. community, you join on Facebook. Um, all of the conversation happens in there. So when we post a new blog, we have conversations about what's happening on that blog. Um, the other thing, obviously we've got momentum as well. So momentum is more like what I was talking about before when I started the business, before I started the business, we have a specific topic You've done one of our masterclasses. You were actually one of our experts, where we bring experts in every month to talk about a specific topic, and then we have conversations around it. Then we've got the Canva template library and everything going on in there as well. So those are where the conversations are happening, are mostly around the community spaces. Um, But we also, inside of the community space, and our Momentum members particularly, have the opportunity to guest blog for us. So if someone's in our community that does, um, I don't know, home interiors, feng shui, for example, we might not have that on the site. So they can they might come to us and say, you know what, I write about this. Would you be interested in, in me providing an article for you for the magazine and for the site? And then we have a look at it. Yeah. So you'll find a lot of guest blogs in our community and on the in the magazine and on the site where, you know, people have brought their own expertise forward and obviously it gives us a chance to do what we do, which is to promote entrepreneurs and business owners. And they get to appear in the magazine, but they also get to have a voice, which is really important. So yeah. we offer that space as well. I like it. I like it. So plenty of opportunity ultimately for people to yeah, that's, that's share, but also get feedback as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I kind of, next up from there, you talk, mentioned a lot about the blog posts, creating blog posts and sharing articles. For you through this kind of process, through this journey, you you talked about um, as well as creating and producing articles, what what, um, I'm guessing that learning and uh, books and training and such is also a big part of of your growth and journey. So um, are there any particular, let's, let's stick with books, for example, are there any particular books that you've read, say in the past 12 months, 12 weeks, 12 years, that have had a significant impact on you and that you generally recommend to people um, consistently? Yeah, I mean, I read quite a lot. So I would say in terms of the, there was a book by um, Gala Darling, who I love. Um, She has a membership herself called The Vortex, it's amazing. So she wrote a book called Radical Self-Love 
and that book is fantastic. Radical self-love. Self I love her. She is amazing. So I love that book. So when I was going through my forcing myself in the bath phase, yeah. um, I came across Radical Self-Love uh, just on a, it was on the off chance. I think it was just one of those things that just cosmically arrived in my life, you know, on my Amazon homepage. Okay. Um, and I read it and it was absolutely fantastic. Um, so that, that, that changed my self-care game. Okay. The other thing, what, I'm, what, what is it I'm reading at the moment? The Common Path to Uncommon Success. That's a great book. The Common Path. I'm typing these in as we, because oh. I'm <laughs> the notes um, for, for people that are listening. The Common Path to Uncommon. uncommon that's for John Lee Dumas. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. Okay. That's, a, that's a great book. So I'm, I'm partway through that at the moment. Um, and I'm, I, I tend to listen to them on Audible because yep. I'm quite busy. So I tend to just, um, when I'm, you know, working or when I'm doing something that I can just have it on the background. I love that. I also love the Abraham Hicks books. I've read lots of Abraham Hicks, brilliant yep. books. Uh, and just an, another book that actually totally, I was going to say changed my life. I guess it did because of some of the stuff in that book is just invaluable. And it's not a business book. It was um, Green Lights by Matthew McConaughey. All right. Okay. Such a good book. Honestly, I, I started to read it and I'd read about half of it. And then someone told me it was on Audible. So if you know anything about Matthew McConaughey, you'll know how animated he is when he speaks. Yeah. And I was like, no, I need to listen to this. Does he Best read the book? He reads his book and it is so good. I've listened to it like three times now. Really? And it's his story, but there are so many takeaways, things that he calls green lights um, and um, little takeaways in the book. That book is amazing. What, what is a green light? What does it's that called, mean? Green lights are the points in his life where things have gone his way. Yeah. So it's a green light to the next thing. Yeah. And he talks a lot about that and he puts lots of little takeaways in and lots of snippets. And honestly, that is one of the best books. By mile, the best book I listened to last year. Really? Wow. It's, it's funny. It's, you know, it's amusing. There's lots going on and it's the way he reads it. It's just, it's yeah. brilliant. I remember seeing him on a, I can't remember if it was an interview or a show or something. And it, it, it surprised, like, I, I say surprised, it surprised me. Obviously he's an incredible actor and the, you know, the different roles that he's done and such. Um, but it, it really um, impressed me. Some of the things he was talking about and the topics he was talking about. So I, I, I'm actually going to get hold of that. Um, that's going to be I read for sure yeah green lights okay green light it is so good so every month in our um I send out a roundup email at the end of every month and I always put in what I'm reading what I'm listening to uh in the in that email and I think I featured green lights twice because I was like everybody needs to read this yeah. book it's so good amazing right well that's the first one that we recommendation that we've had of that so I'm going to put that along with the common path to uncommon success and radical self-love the links will be in the show notes for anybody that's listening um to to take a listen or read uh, of each of those books um that's great thank you for that um we've, we've talked a little bit about um i'm conscious of time so we'll, we'll, we'll just ask a couple more questions if i may because i want to be respectful of your time and i know it's uh well we're chatting on a monday right so uh monday's always <laughs> the ideally the most productive day of the week um but i'd love to know we've talked a little bit about coaches we talked about mentors and such it, if you could pinpoint one person um, 
close or distant, as in you may speak to them regularly. It might be somebody that you've never spoken to before, but you've been through their training or read their books and such. Um, but if you could pinpoint maybe one person or two people that have had a specific and, and direct impact on your success to date, um, who would that be? Uh, without a doubt, it would have been my dad. My dad was the most amazing human. Um, so all of my life, my dad was, my dad passed away in 2019. I'll just start with that. So you, right. you know what I'm saying was and is. Um, and he claimed the corporate ladder my entire life. So I watched, my, my mum as well, mine, she's super hardworking. Um, so I come from a, a long line of hard workers. <laughs> um, but my dad climbed the corporate ladder and he very much came from a background of, you know, he was educated, but he wasn't highly educated. Right. Um, his family couldn't afford to educate him to, to the level, certainly not to his capabilities. You know, he was a very, very clever man. Um, but he, his integrity is the one thing that I've taken with me through everything that I've done in my business. So my dad had a level of integrity, so much so that, you know, when you're a kid and the other kids come and say, are you playing out? And I'd say, I'm not in. He'd go yeah. at the door and said, she says she's not in. Like, no lie for you. No chance. <laughs> so all the way through my life, my dad's like, I'm not lying for you. You don't, yeah. you know, you, you stand up, you face what you've got. To, if, you've got if you're going to say something, you need to say it to somebody's face. Yeah. You know, don't, don't, don't be that person, you know. Uh, if you're going to say you do something, you should honor that thing. Um, and I've always worked like that. And it's so ingrained in me that it has led every business decision I make. So now if something comes up in my business and it feels off, I can very quickly tune into that feeling and see where that sits with my integrity. Yeah. Is this something I want to be involved in or is it not? So like I said to you before, the if we ever, you ever see us recommend a product or a service or a person, it's because we know them, like them, trust them, have used them. Yeah. I will, you will never, ever find the female CEO in any capacity trying to sell you something or recommend something that we don't 100% believe in mm. for a reason. Okay, yep. so those, I would say that in itself, among a hundred of the things, you know, watching the way my dad worked over the years, um, but that in itself has had the biggest influence on my life and my business and will continue to do so forever. And I oh, think it's, 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 if you look at our values on the website, it's our top value. Yeah, integrity is number one. Integrity, yeah. Mm. I like that. Um, thank you for that. The if if so one step on from that it may be integrity it may be something else but if you could share one message one quote one saying one phrase with the world or with let's start maybe with your community and then take it wider uh what would it be oh you put me on the spot there um you've not heard the next question yet so <laughs> <laughs> i'm a bit scared now like i thought i was doing all right you know like i've been telling yeah. <laughs> um What's my favorite? I've got so many favorite quotes. What's my favorite quote? The one that comes to mind is do work, do something you love and you'll never work a day in your life. Yeah. That's that's just come straight into my mind. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I would class it as my favorite quote, but certainly when for, for the purposes of, of my business, uh, what I do for all it's busy and it's you know, there's, there's a lot to it, like I say, huge amounts of work. I don't feel like I'm working. Like I love what I do. Yeah. I can, and I will always find the time. It's, it's that thing, you always find the time to do the things you love, don't you? So, you know, if the dishes need doing, you haven't got time. 
But if you get if you've got a blog to write and you've already got 10 blogs and you know, 10 blogs in reserve, but you know, you find the time to write the other blog. Yeah. Because the dishes need to. <laughs> of course. So it's, it's that thing. But yeah, I mean, for what I do with this business, I um I love what I do and it doesn't feel like work. So that, that I think that would probably be what I would start with. I like that. I like that. Um conscious of time so final question um i ask everybody that comes on the the uh, on the show this and i normally prep them beforehand so trisha apologies but i'm gonna drop you in again here um the title of the podcast is called influence um you are undoubtedly in a great position of influence at the moment uh, with with everything you built up with a female ceo but i'd love to know what does the word influence mean to you the word influence to me is influence to me means expressing my expressing leadership but only in a, only in such a way because people will only receive you the way they want to receive you so we could we've had this whole podcast people will listen to this podcast and they'll only hear the bits that are relevant to them yeah. human nature is that you just pick out the bits um so influence to me is to be really clear on who you're talking to and using your leadership skill in such a way that people want to follow and be part of something. So it's, again, it comes down to integrity. So it comes down to being authentic. The more authentic I am, my people will pick up my message. Yeah. Some people will like it. And that's, that's absolutely fine. I've learned to be totally cool with unsubscribes. It's fine. You know, that, and remember that just makes way for the next person who's going to love you. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love it. Um, thank you, Trisha, for that. Uh, I'm very, very aware that there will be a number of people who have resonated with what you said today. Um, and it will light, light them up, no doubt, whether it's the hot baths or uh, <laughs> whether it's more about joining the, the community and, and reading the magazine and, and momentum and such. Uh, where is the best place for people to connect with you? How can they find you? What should they do next if they would like to, to connect with you? Uh, there's a couple of things. So first and foremost, I would say um, you, you can get a free copy of the magazine. So if you go to the homepage of the website, you will find there's a section on there for the magazine. If you just put your name and email address in, I will send you immediately a free copy of the magazine, the latest copy. Um, so that's a great place to start is to have a look at that. If you want to connect with me, you can do it via the contact us page on the website or just on Facebook. Um, we have a Facebook page, um, the female CEO. We have our own business page which is linked to our community. But come and join the community. We're 2,200 members strong now. And again, that started with two people. One was my work colleague, Deb. She's going to be listening to this, so she's going to like this. She was my first and my mother. <laughs> and now we're 2,200, so we're not doing too badly. I love it. I love it. I'm going to put those links in here as well. So um, the, the website is the female CEO, the T-H-E female CEO.com. Um, forgive the banging around that this is uh, perfect perfect when you're in a co-working space and then the Facebook community uh, is uh, Facebook group is called create evolve overcome which of course is CEO and I will put links in there uh, in the show notes for people to come and connect with you as well Trisha um, perfect I read your articles Jake they're amazing absolutely yeah that's that's <laughs> one of the benefits when they when they uh, when they subscribe to the, the magazine as well um, Trisha, thanks so much for, 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 for giving up your time. I genuinely appreciate it. Um, and is there anything final that you'd like to share people that are listening right now? Anything that you'd like to say just before we wrap up today? 
Uh, all I would say is that, you know, if you are in that position of either just starting a business or you're feeling a bit overwhelmed with all of the options and starting a business is just to go to constantly go back to what makes you happy. Like, what is it? What is it about starting when, when you started your business or what is it about that idea that really lights you up? And remember that because it's it's those things that when times get a bit tougher, things get a bit busier. Those are the things that will carry you through. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for that. Um, the links in the show notes to uh, connect with you, Tricia, on social media, connect with the group, uh, take a look at the magazine uh, and everything that we've talked about today, including all of those books that you recommended as well. Uh, once again, thank you for joining us. It's uh, very much appreciate you, uh, you giving up your time. And as, as one of the most featured people, uh, if not the second most featured person on the podcast. So we'll definitely do this again. It'd be interesting in, uh, if we chat in, say, another six to 12 months time on the, on the podcast and see how it's evolved even further. And uh, I think that yeah, would be really I think I'll have a lot to tell you. There's a lot happening. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Mm -hmm. I like the sound of that. Well, thank you so much uh, for giving up your time. I genuinely appreciate it. For everybody that's been listening, do go ahead and connect with Trisha and, uh, and with the, uh, the community on social media thank you all for listening and we will see you or hear you at least in the next episode all the best take care and we'll speak to you soon thanks trisha thank you so much take care bye 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 hi friends jake here again thank you so much for listening to today's episode you can find links to anything that we've discussed books trainings other podcasts uh, anything currently that we're enjoying you will find those in the show notes or you'll find it somewhere in and around all the information that you usually find in a podcast. And a reminder that if you'd like to know more about what I do, if you want more of tools, resources, any recommendations, readings, uh, free training, products and such, then you can find all of that on the website jakeadamdavy.com. Equally, if you want to come over and say hello, Instagram is always the best place and the account is at jakeadamdavy. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't hesitate to leave us a review. Of course, the more stars, the better. And equally, sharing is caring. So if you've heard something or listened to something that you've enjoyed yourself and you think will be beneficial or useful to other people, please do pass that on. It will be very much appreciated. And as you know, when you get a recommendation from somebody that you trust, there really is nothing better. Thank you so much. And until next time, stay on mission, do something extraordinary for others, keep inspiring and keep growing your circle of influence. Goodbye.